Who Gets to Decide, a liberty-based podcast that brings a little piece of sanity to a confused society drowning in a culture of craziness. And here is your host, Seth Martin. What's up, everybody? Hello and welcome to another episode of Who Gets to Decide. Thank you for joining me today. Glad you're here. Happy you're listening. This is Seth Martin, your host. And today I would like to spend a little time about all this on this uh, all this child trafficking talk and um, uh, child pornography promotion and it's just a lot of weird I mean I don't know how to say it any other way than it's weird the this this these stories are coming at us from different uh, perspectives uh, we have one perspective that's kind of uh, along the lines of Balenciaga and marketing uh, weird BDSM type stuff and um, you know putting Supreme Court cases uh, in in the in the marketing material that reference uh, strike down of certain laws like uh, uh, I can't it's Ashcroft v something and um, Anyway, it's it's a uh, it's just really disturbing, and then and then in parallel, you've got um, money, massive amounts of money coming out of the federal government to subsidize uh, and incentivize uh, police departments and law enforcement agencies to uh, basically take people's children from them using child protective services and this is going to be probably the most controversial part of this episode Um, but clearly i mean it's 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 obvious that states are in on this as a way to make money and like any thing like this this kind of all-encompassing sweeping um, type of legislative effort from congress that that it's it, it the sum of which is like $80 $80 billion, you're going to get some bad actors, right? You're going to get some some people acting in a way that um, is, is inappropriate. And so I kind of want to put all this together because it could be linked. I'm not saying for sure it is linked. I have no evidence that any of this is linked. But it's just getting weird. And I think it's something we need to all be aware of, especially those of you with young children. Um, those of you with young children that are, that have medical problems where you need to access hospitals and things like that. And we're going to, I'm going to play, uh, an episode here or a a part of a, a story where a young family basically with the help of doctors and hospitals had, their child taken away from them by law enforcement. Uh, and this is just ridiculous. I mean, this is, this is clearly an attack on the family, I think. And so you've got it coming from, you know, the child pornography side, the pedophilia side, and you got it coming from the state. And it's like a, this coalescence of triple threat that is just very disturbing. And, uh, I think, needs to be looked at much more closely. So we're going to do that today. I've got a, I've got this story from, uh, from a movie that was put out by Stu Peters called, uh, 
all the little ones. Uh, I think you can watch it on Rumble. Now, look, Stu Peterson has he's come under or Stu Peters, not Stu Peterson. He's come under some scrutiny that he embellishes too much, or he puts information in there that's not necessary that uh, tends to you know overemphasize the problem and things like that. But you know, this is uh, you know, Dinesh D'Souza was was criticized for the same thing in 2000 Mules. This is the way movie making is, okay? Movie making is designed to uh, elicit an emotional response. And so these films are no different than any other film. Like if you watch uh, Al Gore's movie, uh, An Inconvenient Truth, it's loaded with stuff that's, you know, a stretch. And and yet it's there. So... Um, you, you know, you have to kind of watch these these documentaries with an eye on, you know, that type of effect, you know, the emotional effect that, that comes with these movies. But the, this story that they profile in All the Little Ones is clearly a true story. I mean, this is this guy's, this is, it deals with this guy's grandchildren and the mother and the father are interviewed on there. So it's it's a true story. Uh, and I want to play some clips from it because it's just, it's it's unbelievable especially the video I mean, the video is much better because you can see the cops standing around talking about how they're going to arrest the mother and and forcibly take the child and all this kind of stuff and the mother's just pleading with them please don't do this and stuff and it's just it's it's sickening really and so but i i want to bring this up as is this kind of a triple threat because this all could be related um and it's just because it's mostly unimaginable to your average American citizen, we're probably having difficulty as a society, you know, processing it. You now have Balenciaga, one of the loudest brands in the world, biggest brands in the world, loudest brands in the world, with a fleet of A-list celebrities, okay, that stand behind them. This is the same Balenciaga that just dropped Yay for being anti-Semitic, okay, and they are now putting on display child pornography now. Because Tucker Carlson did a segment on this and drummed up a response to this, they have now issued a statement saying that they should have never featured the children in the campaign. That's it. That's, we should have never featured the children. Forget the fact that we have papers celebrating child pornography under the purses, but we got caught, so oopsie, we're sorry. Yeah, so if you didn't see this, basically they had a photo shoot with these little animals and, you know, I don't know, stuffed animals that were wearing like BDSM gear and, you know, you had children posing in the photo shoot, not, I mean, they had clothes on and everything. It wasn't that bad, but, um, but then there were, you know, there were papers kind of scattered on this table and they were, they were arranged in such a way that it, it revealed, uh, that it was, uh, case documents from, um, uh, like a SCOTUS case, like a Supreme Court case. And the particular case that, that was profiled was this Ashcroft versus free speech, which deals with child pornography and, and sexually explicit information and so on and so forth. Now, I mean, any rational person, you know, understands that you wouldn't have documents in a photo shoot with children and then these weird animals with leather and chains on them and all this. I mean, it's, it's weird. It's like, why anybody, 
why rich people are even into this Balenciaga thing is, is bizarre, but that's neither here nor there. People are into all kinds of weird shit. But the, the, the thing that, that I want to point out is, is the thing that Candace Owen just, just pointed out is that the thing that they said that they were sorry about was featuring the children in the photo shoot. No mention of, you know, their intent to display these Supreme court documents in the context of this photo shoot, you know, I mean, clearly they were making a statement about, you know, it's clear to me anyway, I saw the photos and, and, and there's Supreme court documents sitting there. They're clearly making a political statement about how they feel about child pornography and, and using children in this, you know, kind of BDSM kind of uh, world, which is weird. Okay. Weird, weird, weird. There's no other way to describe that. So let's continue. Now, here's what I know to be true. Kim Kardashian, girl. I know, I just know you are going to find that same energy that you found, that you and your sister Chloe found to write a tweet against your husband, condemning anti-Semitism and all of its forms, that copy and pasted rhetoric that you meant nothing when you even pasted it. But I know that since you found that energy to condemn that anti-Semitism, that you are gonna find that same energy, that same exact effing energy to stand up and to condemn Balenciaga. Because girl, we know that you are desperate for fame. You sold your own body for it. We know that all you ever wanted in your life was to be invited to Balenciaga parties and to be invited to places that Anna Wintour are. But we, we know that at the same time, you are gonna find a little bit of whatever soul you have left to take a strong stance against child pornography and pedophilia. To take a powerful stance by saying that you will no longer wreck this brand. It's that easy. A tweet will suffice. In fact, let me help with the language. I condemn child pornography and all of its forms, and I will no longer associate myself with Balenciaga, which just tried to pull the wool over society's eyes by essentially saying that they are happy that laws were struck down against the Child Pornography Prevention Act, because that's what Ashcroft's decision was. The Child Pornography Prevention Act removed parts of the guts of that law, the Prevention Act, which prevented virtual child pornography. So I know you are just looking for the right words. Candace Owens is so entertaining. You know, she she is just brilliant. I mean, just amazingly smart. And and she's blessed with the gift of language. I mean, she can just speak extemporaneously without even, you know, thinking about what she's saying. She just it comes out and the right words come out. And what she's just to provide a little context here, um uh, Kanye West basically came out and said, you know, he tweeted out, I'm going to go DEFCON 3 on the Jews or something. And then he had some rant about the Jews. I don't even know what it was all about. I don't even care. Um, I'm so tired of hearing about the Jews, you know, and, and, and then they're over uh, the oversensitivity. I mean, there's just a, I mean, talk about an, a, a sensitive group. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But of course, all the, all the famous people, all the, all the people that were, you know, hurried out to Twitter to condemn Kanye, you know, and, and say that they, you know, didn't agree with anything he said, you know, distance themselves, I guess. 
Well, these same people are not quite as fast to distance themselves from Balenciaga. And, of course, the question is why? Why would you, I mean, if you're you're so outraged about Kanye West's uh, comments about the Jews and all the stuff that he said, how come you can't be outraged, especially as a mother? I mean, you know, uh, these girls are mothers, you know, and uh, why can't they be equally outraged about Balenciaga? Well, the, the answer is they're being paid. They're being paid by Balenciaga. And, and what you can say about that is that Kanye has character and his ex-wife does not. And uh, obviously, you know, Candace Owens, uh, I love that where she goes, let me, let, me, let me help you with the language. And she just basically says, look, I, I condemn Balenciaga and all forms of child pornography. I think what they did is abhorrent or whatever she said. And I just think that's hilarious. And so, um, you know, you got to love social media. I mean, people like Candace Owens are masters of social media. And, and she's doing some good hard-hitting uh, uh, reporting as well. So love Candace Owens. Can't say enough good things about her. I just thought this was uh, a great uh, little short video she had, and it hits right at home to all these A-list celebrities that are tied to this company. Okay, this next segment is from that movie by Stu Peters called All the Little Ones. And I'm going to clip it up a lot because there's a lot of, you know, eerie music. There's some, there's some video uh, that they show in between certain comments and it just doesn't play well. So I'm going to, I am going to edit it quite a bit here, uh, but not really to change the context so much as just to take out the, the dead noise or the, you know, the music that lasts for 20 seconds while they play a video, that kind of thing. So, uh, let's, let's listen to this. There are hundreds of children in Arizona who are missing right now from state custody, but who is out there looking for them? Over 1 million children vanish each year. The FBI has found dozens of missing children in Los Angeles. It's all part of what's being called Operation Lost Angels. They found nearly 978 children went missing in 2019. 72 missing children across Indiana, Iowa, Ohio, and Georgia in the past several weeks. In the past several weeks. In the meantime, the Arizona Department of Child Safety says tonight they can't locate 44 children who are supposed to be in their custody. One every 30 seconds. Some in this operation were trafficked. Some sexually and or physically abused. This child trafficking thing is, is, real. is real. It's real. It has always existed. Yeah, you know, it. it's real. I mean, people's children are going missing. Now, in some cases, they're going missing in the traditional way, you know, where somebody just snatches them on the street, you know, when somebody turns their back or something. But the the story that I really want to focus on is the uh, the part where the state, is taking these children on behalf of child protective services. And the reason they're doing is, is they're being incentivized. Well, supposedly they're doing it to protect the child, but there are thousands of cases where they do it. Uh, and the child is not under threat at all. 
And once the child is, is put into foster care, there, there's additional risk, you know, like uh, abuse and sexual abuse, things like that. So it's a very dangerous situation. You know, and I've, I've said before, you know, you have to be very careful when you call the police. <laughs> you know, if you're having a fight with your wife or something, or even your child, you know, like a not, not a fist fight, but an argument. The last thing you want to do is call the police. Uh, everybody will get arrested and you'll get charged with a crime that is you'll never be able to get rid of from your record. So people have to be very, very careful when they call the police. And, uh, you know, a lot of people that, that get arrested over and over and over again, it's, it's not a problem. They become kind of uh, popular with the police in the sense that the police know who they are and, and that kind of thing. But if you're an average guy, you know, living out your life and you're doing well and you get ensnared into this process, you can end up with a record and, 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 uh, and jail time and massive lawyer expense and just to, just to clear your name. I mean, you know, so this is what I would caution people about is be very, very careful calling the police. I don't, I don't care what it's for. If you got some sort of dispute you know, with your child or with your spouse, you, you need to, one of the last things you need to do is call the police because they will just take your child from you. They'll call protective services. They have an incentive to do it. They get paid to do it basically. So don't think that they won't. We've seen this movie before in the, in the drug war. And this is how they, this is how they roll. They confiscate property in the drug war uh, you have to somehow prove that it's yours uh, to get it back and that you paid for it legitimately. I mean, there's all kinds of problems with these federal government incentive programs. Well, my name is Nancy Schaefer, and um, I'm from the state of Georgia in the United States. And um, thank you for your gracious invitation. Uh, I will share with you on the unlimited power of Child Protective Services. I served in the Georgia State Senate. And after four years of viewing the ruthless and unsparing actions of Child Protective Services, I wrote a scathing report entitled, The Corrupt Business of Child Protective Services. The report cost me my Senate seat. This is not to say that there are not those children in wretched situations who need to be removed. There are, and we all agree. So real quick, Nancy Schaefer was a, a senator in the state of Georgia, and she's at a conference in the Netherlands speaking about this subject, about the state, taking children and how it's gotten out of control there you know what started this is the problem with a lot of the stuff that that the government does it starts off with good intentions you know we need to protect children who are abused by horrible families and give them drugs and sexually abuse them and all these things this is the justification right and then you know, the federal government gets involved. It starts paying people to take children. Next thing you know, there's these perverse incentives. And it's disgusting. 
And it, it, it has to do, I've talked about this so many times on this program, but the money system is so unfair and so corrupt that it's used to bribe different organizations, different uh, jurisdictions of the government. All kinds of things are used, are done with this money because it's so easy to come by. The government can just borrow the money and print it into existence. And, you know, I, I get so tired of people saying, well, you know, they're trying to do a good job. I don't care what they're trying to do. They're not doing it. When you can take, and we're fixing to play a story that is going to be shocking to you, but this happens all the time with CPS. And I just, I think people need to be a little less naive about these government agencies and the police. You just don't realize how much power they can exercise over you and mistakenly. And then when you know you go through it and it's traumatic and you've spent tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars of your money, then there's no recourse. It's like, oh, we're sorry. We didn't mean to do that. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. And, you know, they should err on the side of caution, but they don't. They just go full forward, full forward ahead and drag people's lives through a living hell. And we're going to hear more of that in just a minute. But tonight, I'm talking about those children removed from their homes intentionally for profit. Children are seized unnecessarily from their families due to the federal aid entitled the Adoption and Safe Families Act. Yeah, who in their right mind would vote against the Adoption and Safe Families Act? <laughs> but this is how a corrupt government operates. Uh, it, it starts off with a law, and maybe the law is good. Maybe it has good intentions. And then later on, it's, it's created you know, a, three dozen agencies within it. They keep funding it and increasing the funding. Next thing you know, you've got some sort of little side project in there, somebody's demented little side project, and the whole damn thing is being abused right under our noses. And this is what happens. This is why the government must be, has to be much smaller, much smaller. And we have to take away the dollar. We have to uh, anchor the dollar to something other than people's willingness to, to accept it. That's just not sufficient. To receive the adoption incentives or bonuses, local CPS must have more children they must have more merchandise to sell. Every child, once you've added it all up, is worth approximately a million dollars to the state. But we've been told that this is a 60 to 80 billion dollar a year industry, meaning the federal government is taking 80 billion dollars a year and giving that money to all of the 50 states to kidnap children. Yeah, you know, I want to bring up a term here that not many people know. It's the term block grant. And this is how the federal government does these things. They, they issue block grants to the states, and they say, we will give you this money. Now, they put the strings on there, and the strings are, this money can only be used uh, for CPS, uh, Child Protective Services, and taking at-risk children away from 
uh, bad parents. Okay, so they tie strings to it. They block grant it, and then the states, you know, to them it's just a big pile of money. They justified in their own mind we're doing good. Uh, we don't know. We don't, this, for all we know, this could be a bad parent. So they don't do any investigating or anything. It's like it's like grab the money as quick as you can, and that's the effect. That's 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 how the program is executed in real life. Parents are victimized by the system that makes a profit for holding children longer and bonuses for not returning children to their parents. Case workers and social workers are often guilty of fraud. They withhold and destroy evidence. I often talk about on this program that if, if you can't do it, the state can't do it. And we see this routinely within the state. They prosecute individuals for committing fraud, for tampering with evidence and things like that. And then when they do it, first of all, it's used against people, used against the citizenry, in this particular case, uh, to take their children away. But when, when they get caught, there's, nobody goes to jail. Nobody gets fined. There's, it's just stop doing that. You know, stop doing that. Well, look, when you get pulled over for a speeding ticket, the officer doesn't walk up and say, stop doing that. They say, here's your ticket. You have 30 days to appear or whatever. Uh, or if you uh, commit some sort of fraud or lie to the federal government, you're going to jail. Okay, there are real consequences for that. This, this, you, you see this. Uh, they call it uh, qualified immunity. There's a movement in the country to get rid of qualified immunity for police officers, and I. This is something we should definitely do because police officers in this country. And I'm sorry if you're a police officer and you're a good one, fine. But the vast majority of police officers are are breaking these rules. And they're doing it under this qualified immunity. We need to get rid of this. We need to we need to stand by the principle that if you can't do it, the police can't do it. The government can't do it. Officials can't do it. There is nothing magical about working in a building called the government. Okay? We're all human beings. We have to treat each other as human beings. You cannot um, you cannot give special privileges to break the law uh, to people who work in government. That's unacceptable. And this is routinely happens in our country today. And we just, we, we've lost complete control of it. We can no longer hold these people accountable to the point where it looks like to many of us that the, the, the ultimate solution is to dissolve the entire experiment because there seems to be no political will to roll any of this back. Our journey began in May when Diego Rodriguez reached out to me to expose to the world what Child Protective Services was doing to his grandson, Cyrus. At the time of this interview, the parents of baby Cyrus were gagged by Judge Lori Fortier under threat of imprisonment. And after starting to dig in, we had no idea how dark and how deep the rabbit hole would go. What is this about, sir? So this all started when my son Cyrus was having prolonged vomiting episodes. We had taken him to many different specialists to get checked out. Nobody could seem to find out what the problem was. We had just brought Cyrus back the following week from the hospital, from the ER. He had been discharged and everything. He was doing great. And then that week we had follow-up appointments with our um, specialists, nurse practitioners and such. 
That morning, I woke up with a sore throat and uh, I was gonna try to go to that weight check anyways. And my husband was like, you know what, just, just cancel, it's fine. And so she called in and she asked them if we could cancel the appointment and she was just gonna reschedule for that following Monday. They didn't answer the phone, so she just left them a voicemail. And apparently, uh, 20 minutes after that, they had called CPS and reported us just for that. And I woke up from my nap and there was a text message from a social worker. Um, my dad told my husband that the law enforcement had showed up at his home looking for my son and looking for us. In the evening, my, my wife was feeling much better. We went and we had dinner with our friend that had already previously been scheduled. That moment we pulled out, my sister spotted an officer and she said, oh, look, there's a cop right there. I think he's following us. And when I looked forward, there was an, a second officer that turned in in front of us. And immediately when that happened, I just, I knew, okay, this is not going to be good. Sorry about the length of this clip, but I just had to play it to give you the context of what is what what led to this complete atrocity, okay? The whole thing is very innocent, and yet these busybodies that work for us in the state completely turn these people's world upside down. It's, it's unacceptable. It's just, it's, and there's no recourse. We can't sue them. We can't get them fired. You, you can't do anything. It, it, it's, it's an unbelievable, this is, this is why the free market is so much better, y'all. You, you just don't realize with the free market, you can get rid of bad people that don't do a good job. You can fire companies that don't do what they're supposed to do. If this was all a private kind of deal and they behave like this, we would simply get together in our community and we would fire them and go find somebody else to do this work. But because it's the state, the state has a monopoly. And because they have a monopoly, they don't have to get better. They don't have to do a better job. They don't even care about their jobs. All they care about is punching the clock and doing what they say they're supposed to be doing. So I just wanted to, you know, kind of, I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of people telling me that, oh, these people are just doing their job. The police are just doing their job. That is a bullshit excuse. Just doing your job and wrecking somebody else's life and then there being no recourse for the people who had their lives wrecked is not a good reason. Okay, that's just simply not a good reason. And we need to stop. We collectively in America, in our individual states, in our individual cities, need to stop putting up with it. Uh, the police officer said, um, you know, hey, I just have a bolo out in your truck and I need to detain you until Meridian police come. We got a call from Meridian Police Department detectives, okay, and for whatever reason, they're looking for your truck. And then it, it was just more and more and more, and pretty soon there was probably 10 to 15 police cars around 20 different officers or so, right? The detectives came up and they told us, hey, you know, we have a CPS referral for you guys. It looks like you guys missed your appointment this morning. You missed your appointment, so we sent 20 cops after you. Look, you need to go watch this movie, okay? You're going to be shocked when you see this scene. They're, they're literally at a gas station, and there's more than 20 cops there. It's, it's really unbelievable. It's like WTF. If they had done this to me, I'd be like, WTF, what are y'all doing? Go find a murderer. Go find a rapist. Leave me alone. 
I mean, I, I don't know, man. I This guy, he was very calm. I, I don't know that I could have been this calm. I would have just lost my shit. Uh, because I, I, when you when you are in tune to liberty the way that I am, and you see and you're treated this way, you that's what happens. You lose your shit. And, uh, man, I, I this guy, I commend him. Very young family. Him and his wife are very young. This baby can't be but two or three months old. And there's 20 cops to show up to take the baby away. I mean, it's it's really pathetic. Uh, and, and it's a good thing they got all this on film. You know, they were both, uh, I guess because they didn't arrest them right away, they both had their cameras, their phones out, and filmed the whole thing. And you got to go see the movie. It's called All the Little People, All the Little Children. And it's on Rumble. But you'll be shocked. And, and if this doesn't change your mind about the state and the way they behave, you know, I don't know what will. the fear that I had at that moment was like absolutely paralyzing. I don't think there are many things I wouldn't have done come into the ambulance with the baby. We just want to check on him. We won't, you know, we won't separate you. You can go to the hospital with him. You can ride in the ambulance and you won't be separated. I promise you, you can trust me. The officer told me that he, I could go with him in the ambulance into the hospital. Yeah, and I don't know what was said before then. I was, I was not a part of that conversation. You can't, you can't okay. take him, you can't. Okay. You understand what happens when, when the state takes custody of babies? I've seen this so many times. I can't. I can't be that next person. It has been reported over and over that six times as many children die in foster care than in the general public. Once a child is legally kidnapped and placed in official safety, the child is far more likely to suffer abuse, including sexual molestation and/or rape. So I apologize for the audio. In the in the movie, there's subtitles, so you can see what is being said, and and it's just easier to see what's going on in the movie because you visually you can follow it. But he's being arrested for felony injury to a child. That is a very serious crime, and and, and just, let's just put this into context. We've got people running around murdering people. Okay, on in broad daylight on the major streets in major cities of America. And it takes what, 20, 25 cops to show up and arrest this young man and his wife for felony injury to a child. I mean, that's, that's outrageous in the, in what's supposed to be the freest country in the world. That is an, that is an outrage. Okay. There, there are things and look, I'm, I'm just telling you, there are things all over uh, these police departments that happen like this. Uh, civil asset forfeiture is very similar to this. They'll take your house. 
uh, I read an article one time where these grandkid, these grandparents were uh, keeping their their grandchild who was a teenager, like 16, 17 years old. The kid was arrested for selling pot uh, on the property, like in the yard on the side of the house or something. They took, they seized the grandparents' house. This is this is what the state can do. This is happening all over America. This, this child protective services stuff is happening all over America. Civil asset forfeitures ha- happening all over America. Your only recourse is to go hire a lawyer, spend tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars to try to get the state off of you and, or to recover your property. This is, this is unacceptable in America, okay? Unacceptable. And I'm telling you, I, I, and I, and I, you know, there. It's easy to see the connections to the money. These are these are these are uh, programs that are block granted to the states. They're abused by the states and the local governments because politicians run around and say we're not going to raise your taxes to pay for all these programs and all these, these job programs. And we have cops. We got we got more than enough cops. That's not why we have crime. The reason we have crime is because we have pro- cops doing things we don't want them to do. Get something stolen from your house sometime and then ask, ask the cop when he comes out to fill out the report what the likelihood is of you recovering your property. And he'll say, well, you know, I'll be able to, I'll be able to give you this report and you can file an insurance claim. They have no intention of recovering your property. None. They're not going to do a single investigative thing to recover your property. So what we have in this country is we have police doing things that we don't want them to do, like writing tickets, uh, showing up uh, in mass to arrest a young family because they missed a doctor's appointment or canceled a doctor's appointment. And meanwhile, people are being shot and raped and uh, property is being ta- taken and you can't get the damn police to do a freaking thing. I mean, this is a ridiculous, this is not justice, okay? It's just not. And uh, I'm sorry, if you go watch this movie, you'll feel as emotional as I do about all this because this is this is uh, bad stuff, okay? Really bad stuff. And I hope you'll go watch the movie. It's uh, Again, it's called All the Little People or All the Little Children, and it's on Rumble. So you have one option at this point. You need to give him to the EMT. And you can go on your merry way with your friends and your family who's out there. That's not merry at all. Or I remove him from you and you go to jail. You need to make that decision. You need to make it now. I won't let him go. Okay. Okay. Please let him go so he does not get hurt, okay? I let him go. I let him go. No, she's going to jail. I just said I couldn't, but I I let him go for Put your hands on your back, please, okay? No, go in the car. Cyrus. In the car. It's all right. It's okay. Cyrus. It's okay. In the car. No, let me say bye. You're gonna make it worse. You're gonna make it worse. These are crimes against humanity for financial gain. Rights are removed from parents. Human rights, civil rights, and even religious rights. Yeah, and this is what these officers do. You know, one of them will tell you. Oh, I promise, you know, we're not going to separate you from the child. This is what happened in the previous clip. And and then she gets in the ambulance, and there's another officer in the ambulance that's telling her, hey, you got to let the child go or I'm going to arrest you. 
And she's like, I don't, I don't, and she's scared, you know, she's like, I don't want to let the child, I don't want my baby go. I don't want my baby go. And, and so they, the baby's a baby, you know, they're not going to have a tug of war with the baby. So she releases the baby to the officer. And then he turns around and says, she's going to jail. She didn't let the child go. It's just his ego. These guys, these like are, these are little power hungry, uh, children wearing badges and guns. And again, if you're an officer out there and you're trying to do a good job, I commend you. But the problem is your organization is not doing the things that we, the citizens, want you to do. You're spending all your time doing this shit that we don't want you to do. And I know you're saying, well, we're upholding the law and all this stuff. But at some point, you've got to you gotta look in yourself in the mirror and say, well, I'm, you know, I'm part of the problem and there's not enough of that going on. That's for sure. All right. Now, if, as if this wasn't enough, I'm going to delve into the conspiracy realm a little bit because you got to wonder why is this happening? Why is this happening to this degree? A million children a year in the States are getting a million dollars for every uh, child, uh, abducted or I forgot what the numbers are. I'm sorry. I forgot what the numbers are, but anyway, why is it happening? Why are these incentives in place? Who put these incentives in place and for what reason? Well, kind of getting back to the pedophilia thing and, and, and some of the craziness that's going on with young children. I mean, you, you see it in the president, the president of the United States has got some weird attraction to young children. And, you know, we're, they're trying to normalize this by calling it minor attracted persons and weird shit like that. But I just want to play a clip, and we're going to wrap the show up with this, from Lara Logan. Lara Logan is a very good journalist. She used to be on 60 Minutes. She got fired for some stupid reason. I can't remember what the deal was, but it was dumb. For some, you know, basically standing up for the truth, and she got fired. But now she does independent journalism. And she's interviewing this guy, and I don't know who the guy is, but it is a shocking conversation. And I just want to throw it out there. I'm not saying it's true. I'm not saying it's actually happening the way she's, this guy has told her that it's happening. But you got to wonder why this, this CPS and, uh, you know, persists the way it does, why companies like. Balenciaga are, are, are catering to some, some group out there. I mean, you don't just market to nobody. They're marketing to somebody, and there's some reason that this is happening. And this interview that Laura Logan has, it, it's floating a particular idea. And I just want to play it, and we're going to wrap it up today. But look, share the show. Uh, help me promote the show. Help me build the audience. These things are super important. I really just don't. I don't know if anybody else is talking about some of the things that I'm talking about. I'm sure there's somebody out there, but you know, there's just no other way to do it except in these long form programs. And I hope you'll share the show with other people, other people and, uh, and let's educate ourselves. Let's coalesce around some of these things. Let's get people back on track, you know, with America and what, what this country was founded upon and what makes it great. So let me play this Lara Logan interview, 
And then uh, we'll get together soon for another episode of Who Gets to Decide. Because one of the things I asked him is I said, I don't, I get it, but I don't get it. The children. You just, mm -hmm. you got to, I still have, I have such a problem with this. You got to explain this one to me. And he said, um, well, first of all, you're looking at it the wrong way. I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, they don't define children the way you do. They don't define the world the way you do. The choices that you face are not their choices, right? They have a, they look at it completely differently. And, uh, and I said, well, okay, so how do they look at it? And he said, for them, everything is defined by their one fundamental all-consuming purpose. I said, which is what? He said, to defeat God, right? Because this is the moment, I mean, for them, it's about uh, the real God, the true gods are them and Satan, yeah. they're, mm -hmm. right? And so he said, children are, children are the closest thing on earth to God because mm -hmm. we are created in the image of God. And as, you know, from the moment we're created, we haven't had time to, uh, to you know, to be corrupted and to stray. So for them, the younger you are, the closer you are to God, the more pain they can inflict on God. So the more you can make a baby or a small child suffer, the greater your victory over God. And that is the only consideration for them. Outside of that doesn't exist. <laughs>